everyone. Thank you for listening to Talking About Death Will Not Kill You. My name's Lisa and I really appreciate you listening to my little podcast. This is like the fourth time I've tried to record this episode, so God help me and I'm, I'm praying that this will be the one. Um, just a quick uh, catch up from last uh, fortnight's episode about uh, the tender Zoom meeting uh, with the approach of getting a tender funeral service in Western Sydney. Um, I was only able to capture the first 40 minutes of the Zoom because I was in the middle of taking my daughter to an orthodontic appointment and had internet issues and all sorts of things. So I only caught the first 40 minutes of it. But basically, Nicole caught me up and we, we've basically moving to the next steps. It's a really long process. Emails will be sent out on how we can move forward with this and, and what needs to be done. I did have a chat with Jenny who spearheaded the Illawarra tender, the very first tender, and um, she basically saw me as a very enthusiastic volunteer who could really be um, a driving force, um, a leader, so to speak, of organising all this sort of stuff. Uh, we had that conversation the Wednesday before the Zoom and I was more than happy to put my hand up so long as I was, um, I had the time to commit and, and it was sufficient and I'm, I'm basically not qualified enough but suitable enough and she believes that I am. So um, I'm definitely going to be um, in this new venture um, as a volunteer and hope to, I don't know, share all this this journey with you guys as well. Um, you know, volunteering has been one of my... I don't know how I ever got into volunteering. I've always loved giving my time. Uh, it's just something I've always done. I suppose I probably get it from my mum, but she would never really call it volunteering. She'd just call it being, I don't know, a good person. So I, uh, and as uh, my friend Danielle knows, I am a notorious, obsessive, I don't know, I'm addicted to volunteering. I volunteer for so many charities, it's ridiculous. So for a time... Uh, after my mum passed away, I got really heavily into cake decorating. I wanted to make a business of it. I still am a cake decorator, but I do it more as a hobby now because in, in order for me to make a business out of it at my home, I had to jump through so many hoops with the council that I just realised it's too hard basket. So now I do it as a hobbyist. But um, what I what I started doing was rather than take payment because I wasn't allowed to take payment for cake. So what I was would do is make someone a cake and say, look, this cake is $200. But rather than give it to me, I have a fundraising page with the Cancer Council. If you could um, deposit there and then once I see it there, we're all booked in and I'll make your cake. And for the Cancer Council, I believe I, oh, I can't tell you how much I raised for them. It was a, it was a lot. Uh, I think it was around two grand, maybe even more. Um, and then I also did other things during the year. So my Cancer Council one was my stable fundraising page. And I actually called them and said, I need to get set up with a fundraising page. I want to help you guys out because you know cancer affects everybody and it took my mum so it's one of those things that I love to do um, then so I started caking after mum died in 2009 my very first cake that I ever made though was in 2002 and that was my 21st cake and the plan there was to get so good at it was to make my own wedding cake um, in 2003 I realized I didn't have time for that with working full-time and organizing other stuff with the wedding so I ended up hiring a hobbyist or a cake, home cake decorator to make my cake and she did an amazing job. Um, so there's that. Um, I started making them for friends and family and then it ballooned off into there, making my own sort of business from there um, and then doing it as a charity. I do 
Cupcake Day for the RSBCA, I donated baked goods for the Leukemia Foundation, um, the shave uh, uh, promotion that they had in March. I uh, donated to fundraisers. I What else did I do? I did other things too. Uh, Make-A-Wish Foundation. Um, but by far... One and and I I've I've also I volunteer for Park Run my local Park Run at Rudy Hill um I volunteer gosh, I'm volunteering for Tender um but by far I think my most proudest volunteer uh, job that I that I take and, and I'm responsible for was back in 2015 I registered to be a Cake Angels volunteer. So this is what this episode is about. This is about Cake Angels and they are a charitable organisation. So I'm just going to flick my screens because as much as I would love to talk to Kelly, who is the the queen of Cake Angels, she's the one that organises everybody and everything. Uh, she is a mum, she is a nurse and she does so much stuff for Cake Angels. It's ridiculous. And I did want to talk to her directly about it, but I know she's really busy. So and I've just recently been added to the admin team. So in my spare time, I've been um, accepting volunteers, looking at applications, doing some cleanup of the back end of the volunteers because, uh, as as you can imagine, with COVID, a lot of parties, gatherings, um, things were not taking place. So a lot of cakers, aside from Cake Angels, their businesses, unfortunately, most of them ended because, you know, they had to go and actually find work that they could do during the pandemic. So I've been going through all our amazing volunteers and just touching base with them and seeing if they're still baking, still want to be a volunteer and such like that. So that um, has kept me very, very busy over the last few days, um, but I'm quite pleased to say that I'm enjoying it and working with Kelly and the other volunteer Yadari they are amazing ladies and they they've just been like I know there's been more other volunteers in the picture uh such as Joe who unfortunately passed away um I think it was last year uh so there's a lot of volunteers that are in the back end of this amazing organization but I'm just I've only just started helping them in that sort of stuff and I'm like I'm addicted. So here we are talking about Cake Angels so you can be addicted too. So I'm just opening up the website and because I didn't want to bother Kelly, um, this is I'm basically going to kind of read things from the website for you. So Cake Angels was established in 2011 by founder Kirsty Bishop Fox. I think I've actually met Kirsty. So basically what it is is it is a network it became a network in 2012 where basically we are a registered charity and it is a non-for-profit organisation managed by a small group of dedicated and passionate people, all volunteers. Nobody at this stage gets paid any income that works for Cake Angels. We are hoping to have enough fundraising and funding that we can actually employ we actually have we have the person ready, but we're just waiting for that sort of funding to hit so we can employ someone to do all the admin side of it um, part-time but be a dedicated admin person because, as you can imagine, when you've got family and you've got actual paid employment, those things kind of take up a lot of your time and sometimes the charity stuff can get pushed to the back and or when you push that to the front, other things get left behind and get less get made less a priority. So... We need a sort of even balance. So that is the plan of what, we were, what we're hoping to do. 
Um, but basically, cake angels themselves were a whole bunch of volunteers. I am a cake angel, have been so since 2015. Um, we are all different type of bakers. Some people are amazing professional people. There's some people that are just home bakers that just do little. And there's some people that don't even make cakes and cupcakes. They just make slices. They make little things. And they are just as important as anyone else because the cake angels take part in huge um, yearly events like uh, the Christmas parties that they have for, uh, I want to say Westmead Hospital. But I know the organisation for it. I think it's like not bandage bears, but um, they have a, a huge Christmas party every year and we haven't had one since 2020. The last one I went to was 2019, I'm pretty sure. And I got a photo with a giant cup of coffee. It was the best thing ever. Um, and it's a whole day thing. And I was there pretty much within school hours because that's all I can basically offer. But it was a, it was an amazing thing. It's the second one. I've, I think I've been to two or three, actually. I can't recall. But, um, yeah, so took the day off work to do it and no regrets. Amazing. Um, and then, then there's the other side of it who, <coughs> excuse me, people who make cakes. Um, now, these are requested by referrers and referrers are people like Ronald McDonald House, um, special kids, very special kids, um, other support agencies that will come to us and say, we have a family who has a child who's not going to make it to their next birthday. So we're pushing things forward to give them a last birthday before, or if they're too sick to enjoy it or if they're stuck in hospital, we're trying to relieve that stress on the family. Um, and they may be sick and some kids are actually like about to pass away. It can be that devastatingly sad. Some kids um, have just been sick for a very long time, live in Ronald McDonald House. Um, and it's also, we also extend this service to siblings. So if a kid has been sick and is in hospital, the family usually will live in Ronald McDonald House so that they can be, because a lot of families don't live close to a hospital, so they will live there whilst their child is getting treatment so they're nice and close by. These poor siblings, as you can imagine, you know, as much as their family try their very best, and I'm sure some of them rock the shit out of this, but, you know, it's hard to give the attention a child needs when one child is so sick. So it's one of those um, carefully juggled things. So we offer it to siblings as well. If they're not, you know, it makes them feel a little bit special. We have no, we have no qualms with that. So we will get a referral and Amazing Kelly will uh, get the referral and she will, and we have a database of, uh, at the moment, it was, it was around 2000 um, cake angels all over Australia um, in every single state and territory, or maybe not Northern Territory. That's the only one we don't have, I think. Um, and basically find those that are in the same vicinity as the area because we all have we all have stated how far we're willing to travel for me it's 20ks for someone else it's 50ks like you know it's it's all that sort of thing so a call will go out like charlie's angels they'll go angels we have a cake that needs to be done and it needs to be sent here and it needs to look like this and it needs to be done by this date and sometimes you get some time um some notice and sometimes you don't and it gets sent out to multiple, multiple, multiple cake angels. And cake angels will get that email on their laptop or their phone. But I'm really going to detail, aren't I? Anyway, this is what this is how. And then this is the bit that I know how it works. So I see all those details and I'm like, can I do it? I usually check my diary, blah, 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 blah. Look at the cake. 
Is it something in my realm? You know, if, if it's something that I can do uh, and I will hit, there's two buttons. There's an accept and a decline. Simple as that. I hit accept and then it goes into the back into to Kelly and she will basically assign that cake to the first person replies. She does have backup angels in case something doesn't work out, but it usually is um, first in, first serve sort of thing. And then if you hit a decline, that's fine. She just knows that it's declined. So you don't, and you know what, you don't even have to hit the decline button. If you don't want to do it, you can just delete the email. It's as simple as that. And then basically um, what happens from there is if you get the job, uh, you get another email that comes through and it basically has all the information. Um, I've had two different types of, uh, two different, actually three, three different types of contact details when I've gotten a job. So for, I call it cotton a job, but you know what I mean. Um, when I got a, an assignment, let's say an assignment. So the first one was direct to the family. So I had the parent's contact number, name, and it comes with the child's details, uh, flavours, there's, there's preferences and stuff. So they put through, you know, oh, that she likes chocolate, da, 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 wants fondant, doesn't like this colour, doesn't like this, or wants this colour sort of thing. So we have, it's very good in the description that they give us. Oh, sometimes it's really general, but otherwise it's really good so that we don't have to make, we don't have to think, we just know that's what they want. They want an orange bluey cake. Man, I can fucking rock an orange bluey cake going to give them the best boy cake they've ever had sorry anyway so I will text message the parent hi I'm Lisa I'm from Cake Angels I am here to make your child or son uh, your child's cake child or son daughter or son's cake um when would you like me to deliver it to you where am I delivering it to blah 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 blah, blah. and that that was the very that was probably one of the first um assignments that I got second time of, type of assignment that I got was to be delivered to Ronald McDonald House or Bear Cottage, I think it was also called, and that is in Northmead slash Westmead. It's kind of like the back end of Westmead. Um, and I, again, I had to talk to the contact there. I had as much detail as I want. I just asked them, when can I drop it off? Is this a suitable time, blah, blah, blah. And walking in that place was surreal. Um, everyone is so lovely it's like a really big, um, and you can describe it as a really big hotel. Like there's a huge area, like it's a communal living area, massive kitchen that was glorious that I got to walk into when I put my cake in there. And um, the staff were so appreciative of my cake. Like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Anyway, and that um, particular cake, I did not meet the birthday child. Um, I don't even think I met the first birthday child, to be honest. No, I didn't. I dropped it off and kind of and then bug it off. So at this stage, um, in May, I've done seven assignments with Cake Angels, and at this stage I hadn't. Another one I got was um, organised with the Make-A-Wish Foundation, and this particular child had their wish to go on a cruise, and that wish had been granted. So my cake was to be of the, the birth, uh, not the birthday child, sorry, the child's Make-A-Wish to go on a cruise. So I made a beautiful sunset buttercream cake that had a cruise ship on it and palm trees. And um, I thought it was quite nice because I did it. So I'm my biggest critic. So you know what it's like. Uh, but basically, and I actually did get to meet that child and their family. I uh, met at the family's home with the, the Make-A-Wish people and we all went in together and did it all as one big present. So they, they gave them their 
their wish as well as the cake to celebrate the wish. And it was really lovely and um, they got to take, you know, I got to share photos. It was it was lovely that I actually got to see that. I'd not actually seen that before. So it made it made the experience really, really special. So I can't recall any other cakes that I've done specifically for for sick children. I don't think I've ever I feel like I've met another child before, but I can't recall. And it's been such a long time since I've made one. As you can imagine, the last um, thing event I was uh, organised with or was involved with was December 2019. And that was a big, so that was another event. And I'll talk more about that. Um, other thing was I've also made a cake that was for heart kids and that was delivered to Westmead Children's Hospital. So I made a beautiful love heart cake. It was for Mother's Day. I think they were having a special thing in the hospital for all the mums that you know obviously have to stay in hospital with the kids so I made a huge love heart cake that had beautiful flowers and stuff for Mother's Day and that was probably the only time I've ever shared my Mother's Day with somebody else um, other than my mother or my mother-in-law at that stage and it was totally worth it so that and that was just delivered to the front of Westmead Children's Hospital. Other events that I have been part of is the Christmas parties that I mentioned and they are epic they are a whole shitload of angels that donate amazing cupcakes, slices, cookies. Uh, I've I've shared video footage of the table that we have. So basically we usually have, uh, I would say, or I want to say three trestle tables, like not big 1.2 sized, 1.2 metre sized trestle tables at the front. And then we might have two trestle, trestle tables on each side in a U shape. And we're like tucked in behind. And those tables are completely covered in cupcakes and cookies and, and sometimes big cakes that get sliced up into little cakes, uh, lolly bags, um, popcorn, like anything. It doesn't have to be cake. It's just got to be delicious basically. And, you know, so all these angels, they come in, they they drop all this stuff off. And I thought the, the, the 2019 one was epic. I thought it was epic. And then... They don't, you know, oh, we've got more. And there was like we had a cool, like a little cool room trailer that was parked outside. It was on the Rose, uh, Rose Hill race course. And I like opened that up and all the ones that were had to be refrigerated were in there and all the excess. So like as tables are dimin as things are diminishing on the table, like we're also running out, grabbing more and restocking this amazing, uh, this amazing setup that we've got. Um, and that was, I've done that Christmas party I want to say three times, but I can only recall two two events that it, that I participated in. So let's just say two to be safe. But I know that I've done seven because that's on my account, and I just looked that up. Um, also, with the fact that I've been a member since two thousand and fifteen, I could not recall when I joined Cake, uh, Cake Angels. So silly me. But um, and so people just donate the goods. They don't have to like you don't have to donate your time. You can just donate the goods. And a lot of people were just dropping off cakes and then buggering off. I did both. I dropped off cakes and then I stayed there. Um, basically, I zipped over straight from school drop-off and the event didn't actually go for as long. It, it ended quite quickly. I was gone and I helped them pack away and we disposed of all the boxes and put the tables down and everything. And it was pretty much ended by 2 o'clock, I think, by the time I had to kind of get back and do my school pickup sort of thing. So it was a really short event, but it was intense um, you know, there was Bunnings there doing face painting. I met um, one of the guys from Bondi Rescue. 
we got him to sign something too. I can't remember what we got him to sign. I think you got him. Oh, we got him to sign a rolling pin. Um, I re- I went and chased. I literally ran and chased this dude down in the middle of this thing, <laughs> holding <laughs> holding a rolling pin, to so he could sign it. Did look a bit a bit dodgy, a bit threatening, but you know, it was a cake. It was a cake angels event. So you know, you can't you can't. You can't think bad of me. I realise now how suspect I sounded chasing him with a rolling pin in my hand. Um, but, yeah, so basically the reason I'm talking about cake angels because, and I keep saying cake, I've got to say it clearly, cake angels, not cake angels, Jesus, Lisa, is because this, you know, in some cases special celebration that may be held is usually it, it can be because they are it is that child is not expected to survive until the next birthday it happens it only happened in the last couple of weeks uh, if you look i'm gonna i'm gonna share the socials of of cake angels i'm going to show you share you their website their facebook page and their instagram page and there's one cake there on the instagram page i'm just going to change screen so i can um that that was shared or oh, i'll tell you where that was because showing me but it's a, a pink cake that looks like a pink because it's got little crowns of cupcakes around it and beautiful fondant candles on top that was for a child who sadly is no longer with us um, it doesn't happen very often i would say you know uh maybe one or two a month uh children in palliative care things like that but you know it is it is quite common and also, we're all our, all us cake angels are in a Facebook group together where we, you know, discuss things. And I tell you, it, some of the cake angels that come back after talking, after having this encounter with a child who's no longer, you know, who hasn't got much longer to live, um, man, it tells it, it. You can you can read their post and you can feel the pain that that person is going through from that event. It is is it's traumatic. And, you know, uh, it can define somebody by having that sort of experience. You know, some people, you know, might have that experience and think, no, I can't do that ever again. And there are some people that like, man, I need to do that again. I need to feel like I can help and this is the way that I can do it. So recently um, I've been doing the back end of it where we're trying to get some more volunteers because, of course, COVID has had such a devastating effect on our volunteers. I don't know. I can't. I mean, I have to go through, we're still waiting on replies. I sent out a big email just to update everybody and to see um, where everybody's at. But the um, majority of emails that I've got in return is basically the same thing. You know, COVID, can't, I don't run my business anymore and I'm not able to make cakes. A lot of cakers are now working full time and simply just don't have enough time. I'm, I'm quite fortunate. I work part time. I, my family and my situation, my financial situation allows me to do so and I'm very blessed to do that. And that's why I, in that I do that, I do that as well as I've got to give back in some regards because I am grateful for my position. I could work, I actually can't work full time um, and nor do I really want to now because I like to have these things um, on the side I like to do something good. Um, so, yeah, it's one of those things where uh, it's hard to describe. I always feel like I'd never describe Cake Angels enough. 
and all properly. And I hope that through this episode, you understand that it's just regular people like me who make cakes and they just want to give, just spread some joy around to, to other people. We don't get paid. We don't get reimbursed. We don't get um, anything for free. So all the materials for the cakes, all our time is donated. So not only are we volunteering ourselves, we're volunteering our time and our money for this. Um, uh, we are looking for more financial help, more backing for the charity as a whole so that we can kind of have that person doing admin because, you know, we would hate for an urgent ASCP cake that needs to be made for a kid who's, you know, could have days to live. We would hate for one of those requests to get missed because it's simply buried down in, in so much admin work that we can't catch up to it. So if you know a business who is in a position to help us, um, we would love to hear from you. And you can contact the Cake Angels website, which I will have a link for, and our email address as well, and I'll put that up there as well. It's one of those things where we can never have enough help. If people can donate something that we can, I don't know, use for fundraising, that would be great as well. If you are interested in being a Cake Angel on our website, there is a, a link to register to be a Cake Angel. I'll get that link. Um, I'll get that registration. And just send me some information about the type of cakes you make, just some examples. It's as simple as whether you, and you get to choose what, how much you want to be involved. As a volunteer, you can say, I only want to help out once a year. Um, and that means usually you're going to be put down for the big events, like the Christmas events. So you can make cupcakes, biscuits. You could do bags of lollies if you wanted to. You don't even have to do any baking. Um, you could do that sort of thing. You could just buy ready-made cookies and decorate them if that's your thing. If you're not a baker and you're more of a decorator, you can do that as well. Um, and that's what you'll be put down for. If you want to be really involved and you want to make as many cakes as possible, then you can select that. It's a drop-down box opinion where you get to go through, tell us what you're willing to do, what you're willing to offer, and then we will slot you in and put you in as a volunteer. And when events pop up in your area, you get sent an email. Now, we've had a lot of people say they get a lot of email. They don't get any emails. Um, and that's because we had a lot of volunteers. Uh, the more volunteers, the more we spread it. And at the end of the day, we just want everyone to get a cake. And who, like, honestly, I'm not, I've only made, I've made seven. And I don't know if that's a lot. It doesn't feel like a lot. I mean, I did have a whinge once that I didn't get a cake. Um, I haven't got any cake requests in ages. And then, you know. I think I whinged so much that Kelly was like, here, just take this one and please shut up. But, yeah, that was the only time that I ever was a squeaky wheel. Um, but, yeah, that's just me. I um, visited them uh, not last weekend but the weekend prior. We were at the Cake, Bacon, Sweets show in um, Sydney Olympic Park and I went on the Sunday with my kids and bought some raffle tickets and I got myself a brand-new Cake Angels shirt and a Cake Angels apron. I am good to go now so that if I ever get any cake requests, man, I am, I'm going to look on point. I rock up in my shirt. I rock up in my apron. I am not, I am not ashamed to wear the uniform. Um, I need to buy a halo. I think that's one thing that's missing from my ensemble. Uh, but, yes, I bought uh, $40 worth of raffle tickets. Uh, but a silver lining, I won third place in the raffle i won a 300 voucher for sweet sticks and if you don't know who sweet sticks are then you're obviously not a caker but it's edible 
um, paints that you use on cookies and cakes and things like that. And man, did I go overboard. I've got I've got so much supplies now I need to make cakes. Like it's actually, I need the space in my house now. I've got so much stuff. So um, it's one of those things where this charity just feels like no one really knows about it. And at the show, uh, Kelly was mentioning that a lot of people were simply saying, oh, really? I didn't know you guys existed. And that's that's a bit sad. So it's it's a shame that there are still some people out there that don't know we exist and we're just trying to spread the word. Another major thing that we're trying to get um, on board is more registries. So we need more support agencies, more um, places like Ronald McDonald House or any support agencies, anyone that works in, the, uh, in that industry where they could see a family that needs something, they need to call us and, and then we would sort out a volunteer for them. Um, eventually we want to get sort of like a, a, a website going where uh, these, re- these agencies that are giving us referrals, they can log in our website and put in requests and then it automatically goes out to all the volunteers. So it's a kind of almost like a seamless thing that happens behind the scenes um, with our admin person uh, trudging all the way and, and getting it all done. So, um, yeah, it's it's one of those things that, you know, oh, it, it takes time and, you know, with COVID that did definitely put, a couple of spanners in the works, but at the same time, you know, it gave much needed break to the volunteers that were basically, you know, it's, it is a huge, I don't know if anyone else out there has done some volunteer work, but uh, when you're the one organizing it all, it can be all consuming and it is, it, it gets a bit much. So yeah, it, it became necessary to have a, to have a rest during COVID. Uh, I, missed making cakes so as soon as I was able to make cakes again I started to um, I also have offered my services to other cake angels that I have a cry cut machine or if you're Americans you call them crickets but I call it cry cut because often I have so many errors with it that I end up just crying um, rafters will get that joke uh, so basically with this machine I can make my own vinyl stickers I can make my own uh t-shirt designs I can also make my own cardboard crafts and in that I make cake toppers I've made a few I've made a Parramatta Eels logo cake topper that looked band fucking fantastic if I might say so myself um not a cake angels cake but it was just a topper so I've I've offered that service out there that I am happy to make cake toppers within my realm of expertise and ability to anyone that needs one I also have a friend who makes acrylic cake toppers and she does the 3D printed ones as well. And she is uh, someone I always used to get cake toppers for for my cakes. She started helping out with Cake Angels Cakes and she made me uh, an amazing one uh, for a Star Wars cake that I had to do as well as uh, uh, one of those LOL dolls cake. So she made one for me as well. That's another cake. That's another two cakes that I've done for Cake Angels. And it's, it's nice to you know, that's, that's how she can help. She can help with cake toppers. And there are other people that offer all sorts of things. So it's good that we can work together. I think I had another person make me, that's right. I had a little boy. I didn't see him, but I got photos sent to me afterwards. He, um, he loved trolls. 
yes, it was trolls. So I made him a beautiful buttercream tree stump cake and I did the most amazing buttercream fond, uh, not fondant, buttercream fungi around. This. Oh, it's just amazing. I should put photos of my cakes up. You should see them. Uh, I'll do that on the Facebook post for this episode. There you go. So you can see these cakes I'm talking about because you're thinking, what the fuck? I don't understand. But I made a tree stump cake with all, and I got a, um, another cake angel to make me a rainbow that sat at the top of the tree stump and another cake angel uh, made me the edible images that I then transferred to fondant and then put on the cake. So, you know, I wasn't put too far out of pocket. That's what they can do. If they can do edible images, that's great. That helped me. They've donated me what, a $20 uh, edible image page. Another person donated me, you know, I don't know how much it costs to make a fondant rainbow. I wouldn't charge more than 10, but that's just me. I could have made those things myself, but by getting other cake angels in, you know, more hands makes the job lighter. So it was one of those things that I did that, um, and it felt really nice to collab with other people. I've only ever collabed with one person once and that was a special cake that wasn't cake angels but it was of similar vein um i had a friend of mine who i've mentioned on this podcast before tanya she passed away and she had a little daughter and it was her first birthday and it was shortly after it wasn't too far after tanya uh, tanya passed away so uh tanya's other best friend roxy and i both make cakes and you know we were talking and she said i'd really like to make the cake with you so what we did was separately we made two tiers, um, a bottom tier that was like an eight inch and a top tier that was a six inch, so a small and a big cake, as you can imagine, you know, like a kind of look like a wedding cake. And she was really into Dora. So we got, you know, a whole bunch of decorations and stuff that we'd made separately and we came together and we assembled the cake together and decorated it together. And it was real uh, it was a real lovely experience. It felt like Tanya was there with us and watching us and then the photos of me and Roxy with the cake and then Roxy and I with um, Jessica uh, on her first birthday was just, it was, it was lovely. It's, it's a lovely um, thing to do things with other people, especially like-minded people. And that's why I love Cake Angels so much. You know, you think um, that, oh, it sounds a bit cheesy, but Really, we're all in the common goal just to try and help someone out. It's a really lovely gesture to do so. Uh, but, um, yeah, so uh, if you are of any in any way capacity to help and be a Cake Angel volunteer, head over to the website that's on the link for this description for this episode. Um, basically, I can just read it out. Hey, let's just read it out because you're listening to the podcast and you're doing something else. So let's do it together. So basically, it is just Cake Angels. C-A-K-E-A-N-G-E-L-S dot org dot A-U. And when you go on the website, there will be a link that says to become a cake angel. At the very top, there's register to be a cake angel. Click on that, fill out your details. I'll get your registration. Um, I'll probably send you an email to say, hey, can you send me some photos of your work? And then we can go from there because we just want to make sure that um, our Children and our families get uh, quality work. Um, you don't even have to have a registered kitchen. You can have, be a home baker. You, you, basically, when you register, you write down everything. You, whether you write down that you've got a registered kitchen or not, whether you have um, insurance or not. Um, at some stage, I did, and I've updated my details to say that I now don't. Um, 
Uh, also, working with children check is also something we ask of. If you don't have one, that's absolutely fine. I have one because it um, I have it with my work, but, you know, it's not necessary. It just means that if you were to deliver it, if, if the cake being requested, they need that information, if it was going into... I mean, I've never really, it's never been asked of me before, but some places are getting that way where they're asking things now. It just means we know to send the right person. We would hate to send the wrong person and we would hate to impact our volunteers unnecessarily. So, yeah, and there's even a button there that just says learn more or become a volunteer. Like it's really, really, really easy. Um, it's really rewarding. If you can't help ends in making cakes and stuff, you can just make a donation if you wanted to. There's a Donate Now button in the top right corner. We have a shop. You can buy some of our merchandise. You can buy a coffee cup. You can buy an apron. You can buy a shirt or you can buy any other things. What is in our shop? Let's go have a look because they're the things that I actually bought at the show too. I went a bit crazy. I have a Cake Angels cup now and it's probably my favourite coffee cup to use Um so yeah, apron. We have mugs in four different colours. There's pink, blue, teal, and yellow. The yellow is actually quite pretty. And we have shirts. So we have a black shirt or a white shirt. And of course, we have the apron, as I said. So yeah, you can definitely order those things on our shop. That also supports the Cake Angels in a different way. And sponsors. If you can't do either any of the things, then you can be a sponsor. Or if you know of a company that are looking to sponsor a charity, then why not? you know, why not give it to Cake Angels? Like, why not? So we, we welcome sponsorship in the form of financial donations, product donations, and fundraising opportunities. So basically anything along those lines, feel free to contact us. Product donations go great for raffles and things when we're trying to fundraise, and um, we can go from there. Basically, that's about it. So remember, Cake Angels make treasured memories for special children, creating the most treasured uh, cherished memories for their families. Um, it can be quite a grim time in these people's lives, but knowing that there's, their child will get a lovely birthday cake um, and, and have that lovely memory will just be, you know, just be amazing. And you can have a look on the, on the gallery of the website and look at all the amazing cakes that have been made for birthday children uh, there are some in there that just blow me away, basically. There are so many, so many, so many cakes. Um, they're basically all from our Instagram page. So head over there if you've got Instagram or if you've got Facebook. Give us a like. Give us a share. You know, share with others. See, you know, you never know. Some people can definitely do some some good work and some cake decorating. And we would love to see more people just be more active in the community when it comes to Cake Angels. We just want a bigger, oh, just a bigger team, basically, because you know it it can only it can only go up from here. And now that COVID uh, restrictions, hopefully, fingers crossed, are like a thing of the past, um, it means that we can focus on making lots of kids' lives happy and that we can do so much good. Uh, we're affiliated with Bake Me Up, and I'm, I don't know if we've still got that affiliation with them, but they make great cakes too, so you can support our supporters as well. They do, basically, they do ready-made cakes that are frozen, and you just defrost them and decorate them. So if you're not a baker, but you're a cake decorator, that is um, a great resource to have. You know, you don't necessarily have to bake. You can just do the decorating. And personally, 
I'm not a fan of the baking. Like the baking is something, but it's not it's not everything. I'm more of a decorating person myself. So there you go. So I'm hoping that I've taught you something today. It's only a short episode, only like 40 minutes of your time. And I did waffle on a lot. I'm sorry. Um, but I'm glad that this was the take that I could do and did do. And even though I'm struggling to even talk right now, I'm glad that I got this out of my mouth, out of my brain and onto Audacity um, <laughs> to record this episode. So enjoy it. Uh, have a look through the Facebook page and everything and share, share, share. Come on, guys. Come on. This is my other, this is my other love in my life. Like I've got my, I've got my volunteering shit on, but this is my hat. I put on my, my angels hat behind it. Okay. You can do it. I believe in you. Share with everybody you can because, you know, it's a good cause. And look, this episode, this podcast is called Talking About Death Will Not Kill You, right? And I've said it before, we all don't know what life has in store for us. And without sounding too grim, I'm going to say it, we don't know what's going to happen. I am forever grateful that my children are healthy. I have got one with a really bad cold at the moment, but she's still quite healthy. She doesn't need to go to hospital. She doesn't need to have chemo. She's not sick. She's not in palliative care. I am so grateful that my life is where it is right now. But I don't know what's around the corner. None of us do. So if we just all pull together, you know, and realize that nothing is forever and this could be any one of us, any one of these families putting in a request with Cake Angels could be you, could be anyone you know that has a child that's not well. So just think about it because you never know, you just never know with life. You never know when you'll need the help and it's, yeah, I wish I was a public speaker. I mean, this is public speaking. I realize this, but I'm not really a public speaker. Maybe if I wrote things down and read it, but I feel like if if I wrote my podcast down and was reading off paper, it would lose the personality that comes with my podcast. Anyway, I'm going to get myself outside in the sunshine and go for a walk. I hope that you have a very lovely day or evening or morning, depending when you're listening to this podcast. Take care of yourselves. And again, go like Cake Angels, share the shit out of it for me. I would really appreciate it. And hopefully... Um, in two weeks, I'll have another podcast episode of you that's worthy of your e-holes. So take care and bye-bye.